0: Open it up. Cheers. And welcome back
1: to another episode of Cold One Conversations. I am Brendan Petrilli. Alongside me is my boy, Harry Heaps. We're back for another one here. Hope everybody enjoyed that first episode. Make sure you subscribe. I'm looking at the numbers right now. We had about 300 different viewers, right? Only nine subscribers. Nine. What, what the hell is going on with that guy? Disgusting. All you got to do is click that little red button, hit the bell, so you know when we go live and we post. Should be every Thursday, maybe a Friday. Schedules work out weird with the two of us. We're grinding out here. I was working Pearl Jam the other night. It was a blast, but, you know, sometimes you got to push it back.
0: But, hey, that's what you heard. That's, that's what you heard. Is hey. Broken. Hey.
1: But as we dive into it here, we had a crazy week one of the NFL season. I hope everybody enjoyed last episode, breaking it all down. You got to hold us to our overs and unders. Who knows where it's going to turn out. But uh, we had a lot of a lot of fun breaking it all down. Now let's break down week one of the NFL season here because we're going to get into the MLB a little bit later on throughout the month of September here as the playoff races really start to ramp up. Um, but, Harry. What are we thinking, dude? What, what's our initial reaction to week one?
0: Where yeah. do you want to start? Well, man, I think that we summed it up off camera. Keyword is sloppy. I mean, week one was not the week one of re- really any week one that I can think of, man. I mean, that Tom Brady was, you know, only kicking field goals and that only scored one touchdown. I can't remember the last time I saw a game like that. Well, yes, I can. The Super Bowl against the Rams. Um, but I mean, that was a soccer game. But the point being is, I mean, you know. Nobody really seemed to be into the game, man. I mean, the only team that did was the Chicago Bears, and then they went and did the slip and slide move, you know, yeah. going through the puddles. Um, listen, I'm, I'm so excited to have football back, but I'm expecting a lot more from week two. How about you?
1: No, um, big time. I mean, we're starting it off right now as we're recording. It's two minutes left in the fourth quarter of the Chargers Chiefs. Chiefs kind of, you know, the sloppiness is still kind of going on in this game. I know. Both defenses were flying around to start the game. Offenses were literally starting to click, and then all this—I'm literally Harry and I are getting prepping for the show. I go, dude, the offenses are clicking. The cheat—they're uh, down at like the the one yard line, the Chargers, and then all of a sudden, pick six the other way. I'm like, well, there goes that, dude. So, and, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it's just been a- absolute sloppiness from both Mahomes and Herbert. They've both been taking way too many chances. So, I mean, we'll see where it moves forward because that's really was the biggest key was you kind of saw the teams that practice and had right. their their players in that first in that uh, a couple preseason games more than a couple snaps they played very well and then the teams that didn't play at all they they came out slow they came out not ready to tackle they didn't come out crisp on offense and it, a lot of teams took Ls because of it or had games Absolutely. closer than they should have right and yep. you saw that with the very first game of the year um, last Thursday night, Rams-Bills. Bills came out and absolutely dominated. Bills went, had Josh Allen and the rest of the guys play a little bit in the preseason. Rams coming off a little bit off the Super Bowl, maybe a little Super Bowl hangover, think, all right, we can take a chill pill a little bit. And they got absolutely sh- shellacked, yep. dominated yep. by the Buffalo Bills. Now, we'll see where the Bills move forward. That's a high bar that they set. But, Harry, what do you think about that Rams team coming off the start of the season?
0: Can't finish. That, that's the first thing that comes to mind, man, is as good as that Bill offense um, was going, well, let me rephrase that, as good as that Bill's defense was going and getting after Matt Stafford, sacking him seven times, Bill's gave away the ball four times, truly. Really. They had yeah. two interceptions, two fumbles. And you did that against a Super Bowl winning team, the past champions, and they still couldn't get it done. Yeah, he had four mis- in any other game you do that against you do that against Tom Brady. You do that against Aaron. Aaron gets a chance. Patrick Mahomes, even Justin Herbert at his young age, Russell Wilson. Right. You do that against any other team and they should be able to get it done. They should be able to capitalize off it. For some yeah. reason, the Rams weren't able to do it. Um, I called it trouble in paradise for the Rams, a team that, you know, got to play. At home for the Super Bowl and win, and got to be at home again with The Rock going Rampede. It should have been, can you smell what the Rams are cooking? What do we know, as we always say? Um,
1: you got to him with the eyebrow, know, though, too, at the end. Oh, of yeah, it. you got to.
0: Do I know? Yeah. But the point being is the Rams still couldn't capitalize, man. Um, I think that we're going to really see this elbow come into effect with Matt Stafford. Um, and I, I don't think that the offense right now looks the same. I think that they're obviously still a choice to be a very heavy uh, Super Bowl favorite, playoff favorite, deep, uh, you know, deep NFC favorite. And and honestly, the truth is, is that they can play like that. And I think that you and I will both admit they've still got a chance of going far, but the difference is in the AFC, they're not going to be able to do that. And I see the Rams, you know, I don't think that this is a Super Bowl matchup, um, but at the end of the day, how Josh Allen was just stiff arming guys to the ground was absolutely insane. I think the Bills got a ton of firepower, but I told you, man, I think you know, we said we made the point last week. What what are the Bills and Josh Allen? Go out there and get it done, right? Saw a little bit of that. You know, oh, they went this? Out and got yeah, they got it done. Yeah, they did get it done, but you saw a little bit of, you know the rust. Yeah. The rust, and and, and not even the rust, just not being I would call it not being, I mean, he's a gunslinger. I get it. He is. And at that point you can't sort of have refineness because he's just going to be so good, but dude, you turn the ball over four times against Patrick. He's going to score twice at a minimum.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, he just is, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you do that, uh, you know, he didn't get it done this past week, but you do that with the Raiders, Devontae Adam, you know, 30 yards in, they're going to make something happen. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I thought it was trouble in paradise and I hope that the Rams can can recover because listen, good Rams football is a great watch, um uh, but they got to step it up.
1: Yeah, the the biggest thing was, you know, the first one was off Isaiah McKenzie's hands right. into the linebacker. Nothing you can do on that, right? But then the next couple turnovers, you're just like, "What what, what are we thinking here, boys?" It was, just, it, it was just it was too aggressive, it was too much, it was too sloppy at the end of the day. Now, awesome. they're definitely going to, you know, they've been working on that 100% during practice. You know, shout out LaSalle alum, you know, McDermott, Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Bills. Um, he, he's not going to allow that. You know, wrestler, he's got discipline, and he's got to make sure that his boys are ready to rock and roll and held to a higher standard moving the Golden Blue.
0: The Golden Blue. Golden Blue.
1: <laughs> That's right. Hail yeah, LaSalle. Um, but he, he's not going to let that happen. And Josh Allen knows it. They, he's got the talent. He's got the guys around him. He does to make the plays. Now, the biggest thing that I saw on the flip side of it, right. Was the lack of a second guy. Cooper cup got his, you know, he a hundred plus yards, a touchdown. He, he was able to get three feet in on a toe drag swag in the back of the end zone going up. Like if that was an Eagles wide receiver in the last couple of years, she's not even getting one foot down, let alone three, you know, um, he's just super impressive, but you, you saw the lack of a second option in a Robert Woods or an Odell Beckham. They just didn't have that guy. Allen Robertson had like two targets, no catches. He just wasn't getting open. doesn't have the speed that he used to have when he was with Jacksonville and even a little bit at the start with the Bears. You kind of thought, hey, maybe he hasn't had a good quarterback other than Blake Bortles in his whole career. But now he goes with Matt Stafford. Maybe he can get it going again. Just doesn't have that pep in his step right now. It came out slow, and they don't have anybody else other than Cooper Cup. To really get it, Cam Akers takes a backside to Daryl Henderson that nobody was expecting at running back. Right? Yep. You know, everybody's taking Cam Akers high in fantasy drafts, and all of a sudden, the guy had like five carries. So, I mean, yeah, the biggest thing for the Rams is finding that second and third option now and seeing where the offense goes, other than Cooper Pup.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and 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 going on top of that, man, I think the even bigger takeaway that you and I. Have both missed until right now, you know, going into men in the trenches is what we especially saw, man, is that loss of Andrew Whitworth. I mean, yeah. you're getting sacked seven times. And 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 I'll make a prediction here, dude. The bills showed that this defense, this defense might be the cake of the team. That defensive line is nasty. It's crazy, dude. And the pass rush that was coming after Stafford was ridiculous and Von Miller looked like that it was a Super Bowl year for the yes. Broncos that came. No. The way that he was eating up that line was ridiculous. And I know I think he only had 2 sacks out of 7, but dude, every time he was putting Stafford under pressure. Yeah. And I you know, I think that we all kind of went into this year thinking, you know, the Bills, what's the foundation of the Bills? Their offense, Josh Allen. And there's no question about it that Josh Allen is. But I'm going to say this year, I think that their offense might be more the icing. I think the Stephon digs, you know, the, the the receptions to Stephon. Obviously, they don't have run game. We've brought up go out get Kareem Hunt. The offense that's going to be your icing this year. If they can play that way throughout the season for at least ten or eleven games, dude, get after a quarterback four or five times, you know, possibly lead the. I mean, if they have type, types of games like that, they'll lead the game. They'll lead the league in sacks. Yeah. And they knew that,
1: you know, because 16 seconds last year is all it took for them to lose, a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Right. It's all it took. And they they realized that, they made the adjustments, and now that defensive line is capitalizing. As Andy Reid goes and pulls off another victory over the Chiefs. Well, maybe we'll get to that game in a little bit later. But let's move on to a couple other games throughout the week there, Harry, because that was a great start, a sloppy start, and kind of a precursor throughout the rest of the week. And that's going to lead into. I want to talk about my birds. Let's do it. I want, to, I want to talk about my birds, the E A G L E S, Eagles. The one-time
0: yes. ring. Let's and do it.
1: Hey, it was a great ring. it was a great, hey, it was a great
0: one. <laughs> it's a great one.
1: But the the thing was for the Eagles, right? Come out, Detroit smacks you in the mouth. Absolutely. Bit you one of your kneecaps off, but you still had the other one. And you came back up, and they came back up, and they missed, right. they missed the other kneecap. Because the Eagles come back and take a what 17 to 7 lead? Yeah. Going in the half. You're, you're, you're riding a little bit. You're coasting. The offense is moving the ball. AJ Brown's an absolute monster. Make sure you go check out the BSP podcast, my other personal podcast. If you want more inside knowledge of the Philadelphia Eagles, um, subscribe to the YouTube there as long as this one too, here with Cold One Conversation. We got to get those subs up, people. The views are get getting good, but the subs, we got to get them up. We're trying to get a hundred million dollar deal. Hundred mil, hundred million, at least. But that's what AJ Brown's conference. an absolute monster. Hundred, y- hundred and fifty yards first game as an Eagle doesn't get a touchdown surprisingly because that offensive line and those running backs and Jalen Hurts use their legs. Yeah, they use their legs a lot, and that's Jalen Hurts' biggest strength. You knew he could do that. Now my biggest thing is that is he relying on it too much? Can he make those big throws? He made the one going into half right. to A.J. Brown down the sideline. Awesome throw. Great throw. But then he comes back two plays later. He has uh, Kenny Gainwell slipping out the backfield, and he shorts arms it and throws it into the dirt when he could have just walked in for a touchdown. They had to settle for three. Right. He had too many of those plays throughout the game. Now, is that just you know first game rust, jitters, whatever you call it? Maybe. Um, is it that the offensive line, they were missing a lot because they're the Eagles biggest thing on offense is running those read option plays, those run pass options. And it's you a totally different thing for an offensive lineman when you're in the trenches down there to going from smashing a guy in the mouth, right. in a run play and making sure you're not going too far down the field, if it's going to be a pass and they were still out of sync a little bit when it came to that fourth quarter, when they were doing those RPOs. They were getting caught with bad penalties. They were letting guys just fly through the line. Jalen Hurts made great plays with his legs, escaping the pocket, escaping sacks that honestly should have happened. Um, But just because you have that athleticism back there, as you know, with your birds too and the Ravens and Lamar, they can make those and set up other things. I just want him to let loose. I feel like Jalen's uptight. He wants to be too perfect with it. Go out and ball, dude. You know, I mean, he had no turnovers. Great absolutely fantastic but when it comes down to it go he's too afraid to turn the ball over where he doesn't make a throw that sure. he should and you saw that with Devonte smith getting zero catches on the day only four targets sure. because maybe Devonte was covered right but he doesn't have that same um you know relationship that he does with aj brown where he'll throw it up there for aj and be like go get it you know I uh, maybe he's just not there with Devante yet, even though it's been going on year year two now. We'll see where it uh, evolves throughout the, the season here. And we got a big one coming up Monday night that we'll get into it a little bit later in the episode. But, Harry, what do you think? I mean, I went I went for a while there. I had a lot to get off my chest.
0: Yeah. Hey, you had your point again. This is a topic that you do know. Yeah. This isn't a hands up. Yeah. It's a fist up. Right. And, and what I think, man, is there are a few similarities here that, that I'm going to take from it. Um, that I actually, uh, coincide, coincide enough with the Ravens. Um, I think that right now Hertz is in that Lamar set here right now. I'm not saying that he's going to have an MVP year where he's going to rush for 2000 yards, but he's in that, he's in that space where it's like, Hey, there's whispers. Is this our guy? Maybe this is our guy. This could be our guy. This could be our guy. And he is starting to absorb that. Now, you know, we see, we look at his completion percentage, right? He had 32 attempts, 18 were complete, Um, not the best, uh, but listen, you know, he's also been in that label of, hey, he's going to run too much, so hey, he tries from the air, you're not going to do the best that you can but you got to take that chance, right? I'm glad to see him doing that, but I didn't see him, as you noted, look to his strengths, go to your feet, go to your feet and learn. You know, Lamar, we've gotten to see that year where we've done two years of, okay, you establish you can run. Then the second year you rush for 2,000 yards. All right, now let's look to pass. Jalen, go have your 2,000 year. Go show the league who you are. Impress everybody first. You just showed up, dude. You don't have to yet show everybody your talent in the pocket. Go to some of your strengths first, win some games. I'm not saying that that's a long-term solution. You know me. I see that face. I I say the same thing, but what I am saying is right now as an Eagles fan, you want to win games. Let's let this kid rely a little bit more into what he knows best. I think that honestly, he's a more natural passer than Lamar is currently. Um, I think that that's kind of undisputable. Um, but what I do see is another similarity I'm going to make here. And, and you know, you hear this all the time if you, if you played high school sports, especially, um, is the phrase of playing down to your competition. And two teams that that is so true for since I've been watching football, um, especially over the past, you know, since we've really known each other. Um, it's always been true since I've been a Ravens fan. But the Eagles do this somewhat. You know, you know the, the Chiefs are not a team that played out to somebody's level. When Arizona is bad, they go high, but the Ravens, I mean, we beat the jets 20, 24 to three, but I digress. We'll get into that later. I mean, should have been 85 to three. Right. And you see with the Eagles, you were having all this dominance and then you let the lines get back into it. And not only are you letting them get back to now it's a competitive game. Now they're on your heels. Now you're like, what's going to happen.
1: Now you got to go not, for it on fourth down at the 50 yard line to right. make sure they don't get the ball back to tie the game, you know, Exactly.
0: And so now it's like, where are we going here, guys? We're on top. Let's capitalize. Let's play our football game. But the Eagles and Ravens have both had this problem where it's in their DNA that at times they will play down to a competition level that is below them, where they can perform significantly better. Yet when they're in that game, it's like, oh my God, what what th- this is not the team that that I know can be winning right now. This is not the, even the team that's on paper. It's like when you looked at the Cleveland Browns two years ago, on paper, they were a Super Bowl-ready roster. But when they got on the field, they damn, show, they damn sure were, were not. It's not even the team you saw a
1: quarter ago. Absolutely. Know? The play calling changes, like everything, on defense and offensively. Offensively, you stop getting aggressive, and you're like, what are we doing? Are we playing yeah. just to get through the – burn out the clock, or are we playing to win the game? yeah, and that's kind of where the Eagles fell into a trap in the fourth quarter where Jared Goff and and the Lions, you know, you were still kind of bringing some pressure, but they they Not picked the up tight. they Not they the went right. they, they dropped the they dropped the ball off. Guys were missing tackles after that. next thing you know, you're getting ten yards, another ten yards on a fifteen yard, five yards, ten yards. and yep. you're down in the red zone all of a sudden within a minute. That, that's yeah. just what was happening throughout that fourth quarter where before you were coming up with those negative plays. You were stuffing it. You were getting hands on the ball. Um I, You know, I can go on and on and on of how the team changed. You're running the ball three plays in a row on offense when you were running the RPO effectively throughout the whole first three quarters where they didn't know what the hell was going on with your offense. A.J. Brown's wide open every other throw. Dallas Goddard is coming across the middle, breaking tackles. Miles Sanders is bouncing out. You know, everything was there for you. And then all of a sudden you just. You let it slip through. You, you tightened up. And you just, you were playing to burn out the clock. Right. And they know it. When you should have, back in 2017, Dougie P was that killer instinct. They went and they killed teams. Patty Mahomes, Andy Reid, they killed the Cardinals. Yep. They didn't let off the, they didn't let the foot off the gas. They went and we'll score 50 on you. F you. We're not going to let the clock run out. We're going to put more on. You stop us. And that's not the mentality that they had at the end of that game. And that's why that game got close. Absolutely. Now I can go on and on and on about the Eagles. So make sure you go. If you want to follow more Philadelphia Eagles content, go subscribe to the BSP podcast on YouTube. Click the subscribe button, put on the bell. Uh, But yeah, go check that out. Having a lot of fun with that too. Every Monday we'll put a game out. Well, it'll be tuesday because the eagles are playing monday night but we'll get into that game in a little bit make sure you subscribe to the cold one conversations here too myself harry heaps having a lot of fun with it but harry you were talking a little trouble with paradise right with that first game bills rams team the team that was in the super bowl team that could have been in the super bowl but the other team in the afc that made the super bowl had a yep.
0: lot of trouble in paradise trouble Fantastic. in paradise part 2 man should have been a walk in the park should have and that's been a walk cincinnati in the
1: cincinnati bengals yep. against the Steelers, the Steelers, Pittsburgh
0: Steelers. What what do you got on that game? Oh, God. Man. I mean, we're talking my division here. You know, listen, there's, there's a point about speed when it comes to the preseason, out of conference, but there's a different type of speed completely when you're talking in-division game and in-division rivalry. And this is a game where the Bengals should have gone in and cleaned up. I don't care who you are. Um, I was seeing I, 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 I was seeing the Joe Burrow of his rookie year getting hit way too often, going to the ground way too often, not being able to blow teams out of the water way too often. And I don't care what you say, man. One of the best running backs in the league is on that other team and they didn't have him all game long and you couldn't put it away. That is not a good mark. Now, yes, the AFC North, as I have mentioned a million times. Heavy defensive league. And at the end of the day, when the Bengals play the Ravens, when the Ravens play the Steelers, when the Browns play the Bengals and the Browns play the Steelers and whoever else, it's a totally different game. Defenses are going to come to play. At the end of the day, it's going to be who wants it the most. It's, it's a grinded out, dirty, punch them in the face type football games. Say, when you lose Najee Harris and then TJ Watt is done going into the fourth quarter, yes, you tie it and you couldn't get. The extra point. I understand, but you should have had it done a game ago when they can't score on you. They don't have their biggest offensive threat. You got you have arguably the number one to number two at the minimum number three best wide receiver talent in the league. You've got a top seven quarterback without a doubt. They've got what a good number two in Mitch Trubisky. They got the guy who just sat behind Josh Allen. They got the guy that got ran out of Chicago. He's not eating hot dogs anymore. He doesn't get to say go bears anymore. He's done. And you can't get it done. And at the end of the day, both of these teams showed as we've seen with so many teams that there's rust after the Super Bowl. And I'm going to say something right now, if he's going to get hit that much, it is not going to be a good season for the Bengals. I'm not out on them at the end of the day, Joe Burrows talent is going to be able to win them games, but he doesn't have the body of Josh Allen. He doesn't have the body. Of even a Patrick Mahomes, as we used to call him, you know, we would call him little, little, little Roethlisberger too, fat boy, fat boy, Patrick. We, you and I would say that while we're watching the games, you know, we'll watch the game in the rugby house. You'd crush the Miller light can and you would throw it at the wall and we call him fat boy, Patty. But the point being here, man, is there are certain guys that are going to be able to take. And there's other guys that have shown you hit him too much. He's going to be hurt. You know what I mean? You don't want this guy developing an injury history that at times Derek Carr has had where he's out or he's hurt or he's not able to perform it that way. You don't want him developing an injury history that, that Dak Prescott has that we that we didn't even touch on, but we will. Uh, Trouble in Paradise wasn't a good game. Can't believe both teams missed field goals in OT. Uh, I could, could go on and on.
1: That. that game needed to end in overtime. It that did, game should have
0: ended in overtime. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes, we should have had and two ties to start Week One of the NFL season. Absolutely,
0: and but, they're, saying, they're saying, "Man, dude, TJ could be out for ten weeks."
1: Yeah, TJ. they're saying he can come back after Week Six since he's not getting the surgery. But right, I, I mean, you've seen JJ Watt power through stuff like that. Yeah, his brother JJ, it's a huge hair. Uh, this is a huge hair. You know, maybe JJ goes and be like, "Hey, dude, this
0: is what I took you. This, yeah. this is this is what else?" I'm yeah. telling you, man, ah, that's what's gonna happen bring them back yeah <laughs> bring these P- P- back No, Dude, that's probably
1: why jj got hurt so much is because of taking that stuff you know like that's sh- that hurts t- disintegrates your body taking that yeah stuff. i
0: mean again, can either that or either that or you're on it and then you have to get off of it
1: yeah you know, and you saw that with tiger woods how tiger just uh, that's another story for another day
0: that's another story for another day but because we love tiger here um again 100 million dollar deal tiger um but the point being where I'll end off for trouble in paradise is both teams. I think, I think a lot of people lost a lot of money and that is trouble in paradise on the bangles and the Rams, but truly really quickly, I want to move to another AFC team. I want to talk about my birds. Yeah. Ravens versus the jets. Yeah. Um, You know, I sat down to this game. Number one, let me just the- watch the-, the whole game. Absolutely. I did. Okay. Let me describe Maryland real quick. I watched from, from, are you kidding me? From start to finish. I'm I'm impressed. That game was ugly. It was ugly. I mean, but you have to, it's week one. It's week (laughs) one. This is all season. This is, we go, we went with Lamar and we trade him for three first round draft picks after we win the Super Bowl. I digress. We'll get into that later. Trade him to Dallas right now. I'm not trading to Dallas. Um, they have nothing to offer. um, (laughs) I go in. First of all, it's raining in Maryland. It's misting. Let me just set up the scenario. It's misting. I pick up. What the heck did I pick up? I, I picked up some food. I come home. It's misting. It takes me 30 minutes to get home. It's ridiculous. I missed three minutes of the first quarter. I'm already pissed. You didn't and have a phone? What? You didn't have it on the phone. I'm driving. If I get locked in, that's not going to be a good day. Um, the point they, being, they
1: is, HD will get the best of you. Right.
0: That's correct. I walk into the house, and what I'm do I Lexic see? Too, by the way, but I see this shit show of a game going on right here, where Lamar Jackson looks absolutely asleep behind the wheel. Um, our our whole defensive secondary, who I have been practically praising like they are God Himself, all throughout our phone conversations, all throughout last week, couldn't make a single damn tackle the whole first half and I'm just looking at John Harbaugh every time they put the camera on him and you can see he's getting pissed and more pissed and more pissed as Joey Flack standing there and by the way for all the Jets fans who booed Joe Flacco during that game you got to understand something he should have been dead after three minutes of the game starting and yet he was throwing the ball dude he was moving into practically the red zone I'll take a take go ahead
1: dude joey flacco's numbers dude 37 for 59 i know
0: all 59 times i know dude they had to they had to trust it he's got a ring (laughs) nobody else on that team's got a ring they're hoping that he brings in something good they have no running game yeah holy shit He only ran the ball 17 times. He only ran the ball 17 times. Exactly. Now, let's look at Baltimore quickly. Let's talk about that run game. Obviously, a big loss for everybody. We did not have Dobbins at the start of week one. Again, my sleeper for everybody who has him on fantasy. I'm not sold on that product yet. It's only week one. He's coming off of a season-ending injury. He will be back this coming week against Miami. He will have five tugs. It will be no big deal. The point being, don't place that bet, by the way. The point being, is that we showed diversity of love in our run game. Obviously, Kenyon Drake um, had 11 carries, 31 yards. He also had some you know, great spots uh, from the air, but we were using him all around as we could. Davis went for 11. Jackson went for 17, obviously. Um, our rush wasn't what it is patented on, but I liked that. That was something that I was into. I liked that Lamar was looking down. Oh, no. As we noticed, they were at times with Sauce being the number one for Andrews. He didn't have that number one receiver. I like that he stayed in the pocket. But at times, I mean, dude, I'm watching this, and he's sailing the ball over people's heads. And I got to have Justin Tucker come out and cross it up. And I got to go, God is with you while he makes the kick. We should be putting a tug in the back of the end zone. Instead, he's coming out and putting up three. And I'm thinking to myself, what is going on here? We end that game with a win, week one. A win is a win. God bless. But let me just say this. The Ravens secondary plays that way against any AFC team. We play that way against the Bills coming week four. We play that way against Miami. I don't care what I said about Tua. Tyreek Hill is going to eat us alive. Tua is going to pull a, uh, Patrick Mahomes and see nobody's open, give a little pitch pass out to Tyreek. He's going to go for a million miles if the secondary can't cover. I mean, what were we doing? I don't know. I need us to step it up. Um, I think that's for some reason, I- I'm very frustrated and angry, as you can see. I think that the contract signing had a big deal to do with it. It should have been a 15 to three game. Um, that's where I'm going to digress. And I'm just going to say that we might've retained Williams. We might've, we might've retained Clark. We might've retained Humphrey and we might've retained Harris, but none of them played at the level that I know that they can play at. That's a God awful AFC team. We can't play that way against the Bengals. We can't play that way against the Steelers. We absolutely cannot when we start playing against teams like the Bills, like KC, like possibly the Raiders if you were to see them in the playoffs, like possibly the Denver Broncos, and definitely as well on top with the Bills and with the Chiefs like the Chargers. Can't happen, won't happen. The Ravens need to step up, realize that this is our year. We're at full strength. And never play that type of football again. If I was John Harbaugh, I would have eaten all their asses. In a, a chewing them out. Let me run that back. Chewing them out. Ass eating season's over now, dude. Come <laughs> That's on. Right. That's We're right. getting into the winner. Of just being angry. Yeah. What do you think about my rant? A lot. I like
1: yeah. it. I love it. Um, I think it's funny that you're way more mad about a 24-9 to victory then I am about a 38-35 to victory. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, I should be pissed. The Eagles blew two, not one, not one, but two 17-point leads. And they let the Detroit Lions, the Detroit Lions, now they're a better team now this year. They've finally got some pieces together. Now, that's probably why I'm not as mad, honestly, because I do think that they're a solid team. And I was a little nervous going into it to begin with but i'm more like i'm more content than you are where your team went out they played fine i I thought they played okay but i don't it the difference in expectations between us right now with our teams is astounding where we'll get to in a little bit when it comes to the outlook of both of our teams moving forward throughout their divisions i guess you do need to hold that team to a higher standard now right because you do have The Steelers that just beat the Bengals.
0: Look at our competition in division. We're in
1: the in the Super Bowl. The Browns came out and they pulled out a clutch win, but Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback. So I do understand you holding them to a higher level there, where you do have to blow them out. Now, and that's kind of where I I find it funny is that that you know you got a nice win, a cushiony win. You didn't really have to sweat it out. Where I'm tweeting out on on Twitter, you know, at Brendan Petrella. Make sure you go follow me that I'm like, the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl at halftime, you yeah. know? Like, but then all of a sudden, I'm like, I hope they don't blow this. Like, yeah. you're sweating it out. You got to do a QB sneak with a minute left to make sure you close it out. Um, and But I'm still happy with the win. Uh, yeah.
0: Listen, let me let me throw out, okay, well, I, I don't want to be all negative. I, I want to address that real quick. Yeah, yeah. And then we we'll, throw out some positives, and then we'll go to a different game. Here's what I'll say. The reason why I'm so adamant about it, dude, is because at the end of the day, you look at those rosters, and you and I both know this is right. The Ravens just went against a D1 college roster. No, no, I'm not disagreeing with you at they they all. Beat by, so? Exactly. So, for all the Baltimore fans that are in here that are watching, we uh, obviously there's going to be more Baltimore fans than there are Philly fans. They're a better fan base. Obviously, we know this. Flood the comments. Go, Ravens. Super Bowl three coming three in 25 years they only got one in 50 i digress if duvernay, go birds isn't trending like i'm gonna be mad here's what i'm gonna say the
1: real birds
0: this is what i'm happy about duvernay showed number 13 he's a 2020 round uh 2020 year draft pick, third round he showed that he's got this possibility of separation okay And I loved that. I loved this young tenacity of Lamar looking downfield. This is the one thing that I will say that I love is that Lamar in a game where he could have had seven touchdowns from his feet. These guys, yes, they had a decent defense. I'll give the Jets that. But it's Lamar Jackson. He would have ran over the field all day on you. And instead he decided, no, I'm going to sit in the pocket and I'm going to work kinks at throwing. But what do we see with that? We went over the top a lot. It's week one. I'll take it. He overshot Bateman uh, once, would have been a super, uh, would have been a super bowl, would have been a touchdown. He did eventually get Bateman a tug. But I liked DuVernay's separation. Um, I liked that Lamar was able to find different targets outside of um uh, of obviously Mark Andrews. But the biggest thing I'm gonna say, man, is that here's what it comes down to. Last year, the Bengals scored 82 points on us combined in the season and against a team that is nowhere close to them, the Jets, you only put up 24. You've got to be able to have more diversity of points scored. I'm happy that there's a possibility of a new up-and-coming, take heat off number one option, excuse me, cheers, Cheers. from Mark Andrews. But I got to see more, man, because at the end of the day, you're going against a much harder defense coming week two for a home opener against Miami. They have top five receiver on their team. They got a top fifteen, top seventeen quarterback with them, and they've got a great coach. So we've got to come ready to play. We've got to really start from the drawing board, and we got to be ready to. We got to be ready to tackle. That's my biggest takeaway. Is more than anything, the last thing that I'll say. I got a loaded
1: question here for you before you go. Go loaded question. You threw the ball thirty times. You ran the ball what, 20? Right. 21. Do you think that outcome of it not being as crisp and the offense not clicking as much is because you kind of relied on Lamar throwing the ball in that offense instead of doing what you did the past couple years where this game, you probably have three, four rushing touchdowns. This game, you have zero rushing touchdowns, three passing touchdowns, where it was more on Lamar. He was finding Bateman. He was finding Duvernay when before you were having guys like Drake Davis and and Hill carrying the ball 10 times each. Now it was just Drake with 11. The yeah. other two guys had two. Is that a the change up of the offense? Does that worry uh, you a
0: little bit? No, it doesn't worry. We'll say is this, I would say that that question is tr- that your state, your question slash slash statement is true. If Lamar did not look so lackadaisical in the first half, if he didn't look lackadaisical, he just looked like, Hey, I'm in it. I'm, my guys are dropping balls. I missed some targets, but man, I'm in it. His body language wasn't the way it was. I've never seen Lamar's body language like that. And it really was off putting because I've always said, dude, and I tested this Lamar is one of the best quarterbacks that you could ask for. He's a leader. He goes to the podium. He blames stuff on himself. He wants guys to be better. He wants to surround people. He's a leader for as young of a kid as he is. He's a leader, but he looked lackadaisical, man. So I can understand if you're really in it and we're trying a new offense, you're not going to score as much, of course. But the difference being is that it really looks like they weren't putting in much effort. And the last thing that I'll just say is this. I think that, I think that Harbaugh has showed them, listen, guys, if we want to have a chance to get to an AFC title, can't be a run side your team because the rest of the AFC is they're, they're, The rest of the AFC is murderers from the air. They're murderers. They're murderers. Yeah. They're going to be able to score a minimum of two more touchdowns per game from the air than we ever will be. So we've got to step that up. And to the last point, the thing that I'll say, we talked about this, you know, earlier today over the phone, I, I was very happy with John Harbaugh's decision to not play our starters in the preseason for how many guys that we lost, but we saw league bound. That was not good for the teams that did that teams that did that struggled. And the Ravens were one of them.
1: Well, let's dive into that in a couple seconds here. We're going to take a quick break, but before I, we do that, I think our teams are in very similar spots. Uh, you know, quarterback Great. wise, defensive wise, they they got the talent all over the place. It's so whether the quarterback's going to be able to do it, I have more faith in your quarterback than I do mine. To agreed. be real with you, um, totally. Agreed. But when it comes down to absolutely. that, I like my weapons a lot more than yours. So it's going to come down to absolutely,
0: yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, there's um, no question. All right, listen. It's
1: going it. to be interesting where we move forward throughout the season here. I'm excited. Monday Night Football coming up. But let's dive into in a couple seconds here where that Russ uh, versus Guy is playing in the preseason because there's yeah. a lot of very interesting games, a lot of upsets. And we're going to yep. take a quick break. It's going to be minuscule to you people. So make sure while we're gone in a split second, click that subscribe button. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Brendan Petrilli, at Harry Heaps, at BSP Podcast, yep. at ColdCom. Cold one conversations. And All the right. last
0: thing is these breaks, this is where the $100 hundred million deal comes in. This is where we get a spot.
1: <laughs> I love how this works out, man. I absolutely love it. It just proves it like one more time after another, you know, how we're starting from the bottom here. Right? We're going to work from the bottom and we're making our way back up because we need that $100 million deal that you keep raving about. We need that polar sponsorship. We need the yeti sponsorship. We for do. The Look at it. What, shout what, out to the to Zach Brown band. We love you. Um, <laughs> we need the Natty Light sponsorship. We need our logo. Isn't this a
0: banging we logo? We Dude, need all t shirts, hoodies, Carhartt hoodies. Dude, we want shit. it all,
1: man. Yeah. yeah, we're set up for success here. We got to make it happen. We got to grind it out, and that's what we're here for at Cold One Conversation.
0: Pat McAfee. Who? Pat McAfee. Who?
1: We love you, Pat. If you want to bring us into your network, we'd love to be there. We'd love to help you out.
0: We'd love to have money. Let's continue. Yeah.
1: Um, But I just love how stuff works out like that. I'm Brendan Petrilli. We got Harry Heaps. We're going to keep it rolling here. Keep it moving. Let's dive into the last couple games here of last week. And then we're going to dive into our favorite overs, our favorite unders, our favorite favorites and our favorite unders, just like they do. At the boys, at part of my take, who should sponsor this, by the way. Shout out PFT and Big Cat. We love you. We love you guys. Maybe we'll get some part of my cheesesteaks. if you guys are nice to us. So shout out
0: school Sports Advisors and, and and Stu. Reveal, reveal. Shout out to them.
1: We got it coming. We're the next best thing. We're here. Everybody tag us with them. Yeah. Let them know that we're here and we're coming for them. We love to work with them too. But, let's rock and roll here Harry next game on the docket do think
0: real quick if we yes. got a chance to work with people like that I know that we make these jokes about the whole money thing but like it you know it's all about listen you give us the opportunity we're coming up there we'll get you cigarettes we'll get you whatever you need um uh, just give us the opportunity okay let's get into it we're the junkyard dog come on dude. yeah okay
1: or, 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 or no we, uh, what,
0: what do we want to do here Trillian? I'm thinking I'm thinking you're right I'm thinking that we go to go to some bets now uh are we are we are we gonna talk a little bit about about that rust first for what last this past week yeah are we ready to hit these bets i'm ready to hit these bets i'm ready to talk about the future i'm ready to talk about the now
1: yeah 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 all right so the rest of the last week honestly we could dive into it for another 45 minutes plus but we could let's we want
0: to last one all
1: right which one you want to talk then?
0: green bay we oh yeah to, yeah
1: yeah i'm in you got to talk about in.
0: green bay quickly
1: locked in you go for okay. it I'm going to
0: go, I'm going to go quick. Um, Aaron does what Aaron does best when he's uncomfortable, he goes to what he's comfortable with. Um, we saw he's having drop passes. He's been alluding to it all throughout, um, all throughout training camp, um, and the preseason and his young receivers couldn't, couldn't get the ball. And then Aaron's like, I got plenty of time to get back into this and he's going to the same guys he knows. He's going to cook, uh, uh not cook. What did what the heck did I just say? The running back.
1: Oh, um, uh, the D- D- not AJ Dillon's the other one. Um, Jones, Aaron Jones. Jones. He
0: went to Jones a significant amount of times. Um, the tight end, I forget his name. He's been on the team for about four years. Oh, um, uh, Robert Tunyon, big correct. Bob Tunyon. He's just going to the guys he knows. Um, he doesn't want to build relationships. Uh, this has been a thing that's that's been known about him. Um Colin. Right, Colin, that's a Colin thing. I believe in that. I didn't used to think that that was true until he couldn't retain Devontae. I mean, dude how how do you how do you leave Aaron? You gotta leave for a certain because, dude, you know that they were gonna go out and get that money. They seem like they're boys though. He look like, the way he talks about Devontae. He loves Devontae. He does love Devontae, but, he but loves Devontae doesn't love him, him back. I don't. I don't think so, man. No, I don't. Think
1: I, so. I mean, obviously, if you wanted to go play with Derek Carr, maybe I, I, they could go to church obviously. together.
0: Obviously. I mean, dude, but but that doesn't matter, man, because you know that Green Bay was gonna get the money, and you also know that the level of quarterback, I mean, come on, it's completely different. Aaron's in a completely different league than Carr. I mean, we're talking about possibly oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah between the number one, two, and three guy compared to the guy who's right who's barely making 10. You know what I mean? Um, okay, here's my point. I told you, man, Vikings are my steal to to win the NFC North and the way that, I mean, you know, Kirk looked like Kirk. He did good. Um, but I don't think there's anybody else in that division that can kind of keep up with them right now. Their offense looks looks solid. Um, their defense was throwing around, was just throwing around Green Bay like it was nothing. I love that video of what's-his-name knocking over Aaron, and then Aaron tries to get back up, and he's, like, laughing on the field. Yeah. It's hilarious, dude. Yeah. Um, It's not a good look for Green Bay, man. Not a good look um, getting slaughtered on the road. I think that you're right. I think that they do beat Chicago. But um, Aaron doesn't have the weapons, man. And it's interesting because for how much he complains about not having winning rosters, I'll tell you something, dude. For the amount of money that he's made, if he just took a little bit less and took a page out of Tom Brady's book, and I've been preaching this for years, um, if Aaron took some less money, you'd be able to pay a lot more guys and you wouldn't be in this position right now. But hey, you wanted to re-sign. You wanted the hundred fifty million dollar deal. You wanted, or you wanted a two hundred million dollar deal with one hundred fifty guaranteed. You made your bed, man.
1: Yeah, but when it comes to that, they still had the money to bring in Devontae Still, you know. I no, Even with Aaron getting the money, they still had. Absolutely they still had money for Devonte. It's not like it was one or the other.
0: No, no, no. Was- that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is Aaron decides, hey, maybe I don't take two hundred. Maybe I take a hundred. Maybe you go out. Who knows? Maybe Juju goes and signs with you. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe OBJ. The didn't tell ready. him that? I don't think so, man. I think the ayahuasca – I think he's keeping it on the side this season. He got too much pushback.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been out in the media a lot this past offseason too. Dude, he's been doing a ton of media from a big lot.
0: names. From big yeah. names.
1: Yeah. He was on A. Hey, he was on the boys, PMT. I mean, he was – him and Big Cat going back and forth. He was which on
0: – but he, he was on the biggest podcast in the world recently.
1: Yeah, he was on Rogan too. Yeah, he yeah. was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. But my biggest thing with that game, right, is the Vikings defense. They they're finally getting back to that defense where, you know, in 2016, 2017 that they had that got the, the not purple people leaders, but, you know, top 5 defenses that got after you. They got Zaderia Smith from the from the Packers. You know, he had a back injury the past year and a half. Let him walk. He comes back. He wanted that vengeance on the Packers. He went and he got it. And the rest of those guys on that defensive line, Harrison Smith, flying around in the backfield, they got Patrick Peterson as your number two corner out there who is a stud for 10-plus years now. I mean, he's getting older. But when it comes down to it with this Vikings team, right, their whole offense
0: was Justin Jefferson. How, do as a Packers team, do you let that happen? Happen. He had 184 yards on the day. One of my mortar locks, by the way, always taking 55.5 yards and over, dude. He had 184 yards on the day, and I think two tugs, if I'm right.
1: Yeah, it was absolutely insane the amount of times that you're watching it on TV, right? And then all of a sudden, they pan to the left, or they pan to the right when the ball's in the air, and he is the only one on the shot. Only one. Open grass for, like, at least 10 yards either way, and he's just cooking. How do you let that happen? He is if not the number one receiver in the league right now, top three, top three. You can you have to have at least two guys on him at all times. But other than that, the rest of their offense was kind of meh. And you saw that when it got to the third and fourth quarter where the Green Bay Packers had a shot to come back and and keep they kept the game within to, in reach, but they just weren't able to get to it because the the pass rush was getting to Aaron Rodgers too much and they weren't able to give Aaron time to get that connection where he probably – maybe he didn't get enough work in with those guys yet. He kind of talked about it on the McAfee show
0: this past week where, you know, He's it takes time to – do it every day in the locker room. Yeah. He's like, oh, same mistakes. These guys yeah. can't catch. They suck. Let's cut them. Let's get other guys in here. He's I not mean, saying he that. Like, Come on. You no, know, but he practically is, dude. I mean, listen, here's the thing. I think that he has a right to voice his opinion and call it how it is. He's in one of the weirdest situations in the world where he doesn't have a direct owner. I get it. He's got to voice his opinion. But dude, when you're telling these guys that they suck, I mean that if you're going week after week and you're saying that they're not catching, you're saying they suck. So if you're saying it's that one they, week.
1: It's one week,
0: dude. No, but he was saying that I mean all offseason. Or sorry, not all off season, all through training camp. He, he was, was saying school. that they weren't on. Yeah, yeah. He was they like they're making not on loans. the same page, miss yeah. assignments, miss this, miss that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you say that all week. What do you expect? What do you expect, man? You keep your leaders telling you, hey, you're doing nothing right. Well then shit. What am I doing right? Yeah.
1: No, facts. That's like I was gonna take a shot, but I'll let it go.
0: Yeah, let it go. Whatever <laughs> it is, let it go.
1: Shout out to Boy Jackson. Um but when it when it comes down <laughs> to it... <laughs> But when it comes down to Go it...
0: Eagles, go Eagles.
1: When it comes down to it, right? They gotta rely a little bit more on that run game. You got a two-headed monster in the backfield. They can't they can't just let Aaron throw it 50 plus times. You know, they can't. Um, I mean, Aaron can do it, but until he gets on the same page with these guys, I mean, you got a 50-year-old Randall Cobb out there running routes for you now. You know, Robert Bob Tunyon is out there on an ACL injury about eight months ago. Uh, you need to get, let these guys that he has been playing with get their feet back under them because, you know what, that's all he got right now until the young guys come into form. He seemed to have faith in it when they were going into the draft process. That's obviously why he signed with them again, but sure. he could have went to teams sure. like the Eagles or Denver or wherever. Yeah, Sorry, the Eagles in there. Um, but, you know. That's why he came back. That's why he had trust in 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 Green Bay. When yeah, that kind of is all gone under the rug, right? Nobody really talks about it. When that was like the biggest deal of him not knowing what he was going to do after this last off Back to back MVPs. You come up short again in the playoffs. And then now you let your best wide receiver go. You got to figure it out again. You have a defense that is much better, and they finally woke up in the third They're quarter. They're incredible,
0: dude. They shut down Dalvin Cook. Like, the thing about Green Bay this year, their, their defense will be tremendous in the yeah. NFC. It will be. Yeah. It, will, it will be. But, but at the end of the day, dude, if he can't score, you can't, you can't win a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. you can – listen, in the NFC this year, you cannot score and you can win. I mean, we saw that with Tampa Bay. You don't have to put up big numbers. The Eagles
1: can score points, dude.
0: Well, the well, so you're proving my you're making an even more big extension of my point is the few teams that can score, they're going to run it up on you if you can't and, stay in the fight. You got to right? play defense. You got You can you and they can. They can do it. But at the same time, they got to be able, just as you said, they if the Eagles are going to score on you, you got to be able to keep up with them. And listen, man. Do I, I think it bite me in the ass? I hope they don't choke. Do you think? Do Do I think that Aaron is, is donezo no, it's Aaron. We're talking about one of the greatest throwers of the football that will ever be. R
1: E L A X. Relax. Relax. That, that's where his mind's at. He's gonna come out Sunday night football and absolutely insert gonna hold him? himself. It's gonna own him. Yeah.
0: You know, I want him to.
1: He's gonna score a touchdown. Right he's gonna go into. He's gonna put the glove on. He's gonna go. Snap the glove. Get his syringe, and he's gonna right into himself.
0: You think he does? You think <laughs> he does the move? Do you remember the move he did two or three years ago? And then, we'll move off. We'll go to. We'll go to some bets. But yeah, yeah. What was the move that he did? I remember it was huge in the media about two or three years ago. You know how he only does the one strap for the chin yeah yeah and he went out there and he didn't have his strap and it was because some some receiver didn't have his helmet right and he was pissed and he went out there and he didn't even have a strap on he had it set up so that his helmet was just on and he went and threw a touchdown Mm -hmm. and it was like supposed to be a statement like get your shit together like to the whole team like i'm not even gonna put the strap on (laughs) like he was just like i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it down the field you know what i mean let that I mean, one sit in. let that yeah. one sit in. Um, but yeah. But yeah, man, he's
1: not going to strap up and get hop in the saddle.
0: No, back in the saddle again. Yeah. Aaron's done. He's washed. No, no, no he's not I'm, done. I'm just kidding. He's not done.
1: Yeah, but I mean, an absolutely crazy week. I mean, the rest of the games were all very close. I mean, that one o'clock witching hour was absolutely insane but that's mostly because of the rust and everything we've talked about we didn't even really dive too much into the kickers other than that Bengals Steelers game i don't even I mean, want to it talk
0: was, about it depressing
1: it was all across the league i mean that'll even out throughout the year of course as it always does if it doesn't wow it's gonna be a hell of a ride but anyway let's now move forward throughout the rest of this episode here now let's move into this upcoming week week two now sure. right we're going we're gonna to steal something from the boys at PMT. Love you, Big Cat, PFT. We love you guys. Shout out to the rest of the boys there. Um, but we're going to do our favorite unders, our favorite overs, our favorite favorites, and our favorite underdogs. And Harry and I have kind of gone through, picked out our teams. We're going to talk about them, and hopefully we'll get through, if not all the games, most of the most important games going throughout the um, upcoming week. So, Harry, I'm going to start this off with you here. Good. What is going to be your favorite? Um,
0: sorry, your favorite over of the sauce. week. My favorite over. It's a good one. I'm gonna because I'm gonna save. I'm glad you asked me what my favorite over is going to be because I'm gonna save my favorite under for my last pick because that is the one. Nobody that
1: likes I, talking about the under. I know, but I got
0: but I got a good under. That's the thing that that that's the thing. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make some people some money on my favorite under. But let's talk oh, dude, about the it.
1: under tonight, Thursday night football. I mean everybody was betting that over at like 53 and a half. And all, all of a yep. sudden you're thinking, all right, we're screwed at the beginning. It's only what, 10 to three at halftime. The boys come out firing. You're like, all right, we might got a shot again. And then the yeah. defense come back up and it falls short. So that, uh, when you're, when you're betting on an, an under, it's never exciting because you want to watch points, points, points. But when you're betting on an over, you're looking for every opportunity. Those pick sixes, those 80 yard bomb touchdowns within yep. a second, So let's get into these, uh, these overs first. The most exciting games of the week.
0: My most exciting game of the week right now. Well, it's not the most exciting game, but it's my most exciting over. And that's Tampa Bay on the road to the new Orleans saints. Right now, the line is at 44 44. and a half. I'm going to tell you, I think that Tom's going to come out. He's pissed, man. You can tell something is going on. I don't know what it is. something's going on. Giselle said, go Tom Brady on Twitter though. Oh, dude, everybody who's talking about, let's not even get to that. This is a sports show. They're fine. They're iconic. I don't want to talk about it. The point is, Tom's pissed. Tom's pissed that he only threw one touchdown last week. Yeah. On the no, Tom's pissed, pissed. You heard it off. in the
1: pro- in the post game. Yeah, absolutely,
0: you did. Tom's pissed that he got knocked on his ass as many times as he did. Yeah. You saw it in the second quarter. He's yelling at his offensive lineman. That one dude went down. By the way, I think he was just done. He called it quits. Remember the dude? He got like stepped on in the game. They had to they had to cart him off. I don't think yeah. that they could get a cart big enough for that guy. The guy with the big beard. The point being is that Tom's ready to do his thing. I think that Nola will get a point or two. Um, I don't think that Tampa Bay's defense is going to be able to play at the same level that that. I think that they'll be good. But they're not going to be um, as good as they were last week. Nola will get some points on the board. I would guarantee that they put about 10 or 13 on. But I think Tom's going to rain it. I think that Tom is going to lay it on. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised at a minimum. I think, first of all, another guy that's got to eat is Lenny. Lenny didn't get a single tug last week. You know he's going to get one. He got he, his yards though and he was running hard. For a guy that guard. came in
1: fat and over fat and overweight, Great. he looked yeah. fine.
0: But that's my point is that he's hungry. He's ready to get his tug. Yeah. And I can see I could see Brady throwing for 3. So if I was you, I'd hammer that over. I take the over right now 44 and a half, put $10,000 on it. Put $20,000. Responsibly. It, send it to me, I'll put it down. I won't really I'll keep it. But Take the over. You're going to make some money. What's the Venmo for the people? What's the Venmo? Uh, that's off the record. We don't talk about that. But I got to uh, throw – You're one of those throw, guys. I gotta, but no, my, <laughs>
1: counter, my counter to that, yeah. right? The Saints have been dominating Tampa Bay over the past couple of years with Tom Yes. There. Dominating. Uh, he hasn't had an answer to that defense. I mean, I think that's why the line is so low Uh, and Tampa Bay has a very good defense too, where they can turn around and get turnovers on Jameis Winston, even with the LASIK, you know, Um, does Tom, you think Tom's really on that much of a vengeance where I guess he's got everything back in him now that I'm thinking about it, where he's got that, where they, they've had his number. He, he's coming off a bad week. He's pissed off. He's he's getting some guys back a little healthier. Coming out of retirement. Don't forget that.
0: And you had a horrible week one show out of retirement. He's not going to let that stand. He's right, ready. Talk, you're talking me into it for he's sure. What, dude, he's ready to – let me tell you something. Tom is ready to show people why he came back, why the NFC is wide open, why he thinks that Tampa Bay is going to be a favorite to make it to the Super Bowl. They're my favorite to make it to the Super Bowl. I'll tell you. That's, if there's one team that I'm putting my money on that I truly believe is going to make it to the Super Bowl, it's Tampa Bay. And you don't this bet week against Tom. State, you don't bet against Tom. I never have. And this is the week to do, and this is the week where he's ready to do it. Um, You know, again, we've said it, the saints are a team that if they just had that guy, they had that guy in there, they'd be a super bowl caliber team, but they're not that guy yet. Tom's going to be pissed. He's ready to lay it on. He's ready to show people. He's still got a cannon. And I'm going to tell you something too. I know that he doesn't talk about it, but he likes showing up other guys. That's not really part of his game. He's not a prideful dude like that. He lets the rings talk for him, but dude, he goes out week two, has a better week two than Aaron, has a better week two than Matt Stafford. These guys that could possibly hold him up. He's ready, dude. Take the over. Yeah.
1: No, he is looking to respond for sure. I like that. All right. Let's move into my favorite favorite here or my favorite uh, over the Miami Dolphins against your Baltimore Ravens. I'm surprised,
0: dude. I was 44.5. I was 44.5. All right. Break it down for me.
1: You got both teams that are ready to explode on offense. Yeah. Lamar, as you said, was had a frustrating week, week one. They were kind of figuring things out with the new receivers. They weren't running the ball as well as they could. Yeah. Um, they weren't getting the same connection with Mark Andrews as he had in the past. They weren't feeding him. And now you get another week under your belt, live action, or real games are underway. Now you got a shot to actually go and sling it or get back to that run where they go, okay, maybe we shouldn't try to pass it as much right now. Sure. You know, we can still do it. We have it in our back pocket, but maybe we can go and run the football again, use that dominant O-line to push the guys downfield. I think that's a big thing. Dobbins coming that, back. He's coming back. Yeah, you and Dobbins is back. You have an O-line. Once you get that O-line moving upfield, uh, on a run game, you're getting three, four yards out of chunk. That just makes them more confident in the pass. You know, guys are flying down the field, throwing extra chip blocks after you're picking up extra yardage. Uh, I think it's there for the Ravens to finally go and explode on offense like they should have last week. Yeah. And that Miami offense with the new head coach, uh yep. with Tyreek Hill, with Jalen Waddle, get the Waddle going. You That's gotta right. love that. That's the new best dance. Yeah, yeah, the little when Frank the Tank's doing the little yep. Model. it's awesome, You got a dude. bunch of grown ass men waddling like a penguin. There's nothing better than that. Um, but that offense is just primed for at least 21 points itself. Absolutely. So I mean, both teams are primed for three touchdowns. You, all you need is a field goal or two with one of the best kickers in the league on one of the teams. I, I love that over. I love both goal. of these teams. I love both of these offenses. Now you can make a case where you know both defenses may be able to bounce back and get a turnover or two. But I also like a pick six opportunity. What do you got on your range?
0: Well, I'm, I'm going to hit all the angles you hit, but I'm going to start with that pick six opportunity. I, can't, I, I hate saying this because pick six is probably my favorite thing to ever see in football, but if a pick six is coming, it's coming from Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I, I mean, there's just no question about that. No, I agree. Mar that. is going to look to take risks, as he should, from the air. And because of that, that might – dude, I've said it before. I'll say it again. i put that Miami front seven against anybody. I, I, I will. And any week, they're ready to play. That defense is ready to play, man. They're ready to put you under pressure. They're ready to make you afraid. They're ready to make you make a bad decision where hopefully their secondary is going to be able to clean up the scraps. What I will say is this, man. Um, I like it. You know, I almost took this game, but I didn't want it. I didn't want to be a homer. But I'm going to say one thing real quick. This is the game where we find out And I hate that I'm putting so much pressure on it, but it's true. This is the game where we find out if the Baltimore Ravens are ready to be a playoff team. And this is why I'm telling you this. Because right now, this offensive line is going to be able to prove whether or not when you're going up against a top 10 defense in the league, are you able to protect our quarterback? Are you able to let him sit in the pocket? If he's able to, they dedicate that much time. I think that they're going to try to get after him. I think that Andrews is definitely going to – I think that Andrews is going to eat He's another guy who's going to be hungry like Tom. He's going to eat. Um but dude, I wouldn't be surprised. I take I take Tyreek Hill to at least have two tugs. I think he's going to be shifting all over the place. I'm not hot right now on my secondary. Um, really? No, I'm not. I think that I mean, I don't think that he's going to have like a field day where he's, you know, you know, you know, running for over like 250 yards, but I could see him dude having one long, you know, that let's say that they're on their own 40. And somehow, some way, he's shifty and he gets the end zone. And then, dude, if they're in the red zone and he shifts around he just gets a quick, you know, he just does a wide out, you know, he does a 90-degree, as I like to call it, the 90-degree, the boop and boop. He does a little 90-degree, the upside-down L. He gets two tugs for sure. I think that that over is a good call.
1: Yeah. Nah, that's primed to be an exciting game in that first hour there of the yeah, NFL absolutely. Week 2. All right, let's transition here. Let's go to let's go to our favorite underdogs, Harry
0: underdogs. OK,
1: who are we thinking? Who's getting points this week that we think will cover the spread? I'm kind of looking through here. First reactions looking through. I kind of like the Panthers against the Giants. Kind of. Wow, the Steelers are getting points to the Patriots. I know. But the Patriots are looking to bounce back. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Carrie? What do you think? There's a lot of, we were talking earlier before we started the, started the broadcast here. There's a couple teams that stood out with that had big spreads big that spread. you were surprised Is yes. that where you're going to go?
0: So I'm going to take one of, I'm going to take one of the ones cause I'm saving the other one for my final for my final, but there's two teams right here that I got to be honest with you. I, I would put money on and the, and the drastic difference between the lines is crazy. I'm going to start. Well, you're living in
1: Maryland, a- so you can't put money on it. You got to move to PA. No, you got to move to Philly. We'll do I it do. in person.
0: I know. I'm trying to talk. Unless to we get that hundred million dollar deal, moving to Philly, she doesn't want to hear it. But hey, we got to get back to the show. Um, let's talk about this. Okay, I'm going to start off with the team that I'm that I'm first looking at with a pretty wide gap, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but when I see lines like this, Trilly, I just I get nervous, man. You know, it's Vegas is begging you to take. To take the favorite, and dude, I got to tell you, I, 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 I throw I throw money on Atlanta plus ten and a half. That's that's a huge number, man.
1: Yeah. Ten and a half
0: points after they're coming off of a loss.
1: Yeah, well, a they loss. were winning most of the game too. They, well, against I'm, a good, a lot of people that thought were a very good New Orleans well, team. Absolutely.
0: I, I, no question the better team in the in the game going yeah. into it um, they, they took it to them to start it dude I, I gotta tell you that's that there's something about whenever i see numbers at any time that go above a tug that go above six and a half i start questioning what's the information that these that these vegas insiders have that was a little uh, fresh prince about Air timer um What's the information that these guys have? Because you know that they're paying $50,000 to a trainer on the staff. Hey, he doesn't feel so good this week. His ring is broken. He can't throw the ball right. He's not running right. The MCL's going. He's going to be done by three minutes in the game. You put a big line on that because they want for betters to hammer the favorite. They want the underdog to get no bets. They want all the money in there. And then somehow, some way, you end that four-hour fucking trial, excuse me, of watching the game and you're like, Son of a bitch. Can't believe I just lost my money. I put money on Atlanta. What do you think yeah. about that? And then I want to hit you with my other one.
1: I just think with Atlanta, right? And the Rams versus the Rams there. The Rams came off that first week, right? And they, right. they lose bad. They're looking to respond. Ten points, a ten and a half is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. That's the biggest thing where I kind of agree with you there. But I can also see this being like a 31 to like seven game.
0: Seven game.
1: Yeah. How it should
0: have been for the Ravens. I won't go back. Yeah.
1: How it should have been for the Saints week one against the Falcons. But that game being said, it kind of skews you a little bit there where it makes you want to take the take the Falcons um, because they were able to fight with with the Saints. And home underdogs were huge week one, as we saw. Now, the Rams are home again, which is kind of wild. Getting back-to-back home games was a little little home cooking for the Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champs. But, yeah. uh, I would still go Rams. Just the explosiveness factor, I think they want to figure out where they go from here with a second option other than than Cooper Pup. Um, But I I like where your head's at for sure. Ten and a half points definitely makes you think. You're looking up and down this whole week. There's a lot of There's a lot of
0: big spreads, dude. Big, huge,
1: huge. Even like Cleveland versus the Jets, right?
0: Oh, my God, dude.
1: Six and a half. Six and a half. That's a lot of points. A A lot of points. A lot of points. After that, you go Carolina Giants. I mean,
0: at one and a half, Carolina's okay. getting. You're stealing my thunder now. What? Is that? Is that my, where you're going? That's my next one. Yeah, I'll go for it. The Giants. Um, they're not a team that can repeat, man. I agree. Not a team that can repeat. Um, and Carolina again is a team. Now we want to talk about pissed off. That's kind of been I feel like our our segment into this into this second section since we took the break.
1: Should that be the caption? NFL teams pissed off. Looked to bounce back for yeah. week two. Oh, NFL
0: okay. teams looking to piss on other teams Man, um, too much. Yeah. That, we might get, see that, that doesn't get a sponsorship. Okay. Nah. The point being, um, we're willing to work way, here. People we are willing to work here. I think that Baker's pissed though. Not, not to keep going back to it. Um, he's angry that he did yeah. not get done against the team that said, as you, as you said last week, goodbye, he got us to the playoffs, but goodbye. And they lost. I think that he's ready to make an example out of this Giants team. They're going to be on the road. He's going to come out. He's going to have the best gear on. I love, he always wears, he always wears gear. Like it looks sick. Like it just looks so good. You know what I mean? Um, I like this, man. I mean, they're a point and a half. Uh, I think it's interesting. Um, I think again, this is a team where obviously the line is close. It's not that huge. Um, You know, it's not like the game that we were just talking about, but, To me, it's like, guys, we, like, we realize who's the quarterback for the Giants, right? Like, it's, it's Danny. Dude, he threw a
1: pick with, like, five minutes left that you thought that it was over for the Giants. I know. And they were able
0: to come back and win somehow because the Titans gave it to him. Listen. Let me let me let me just see this real quick. Oh, stand stand by quickly. Let let's just see something. let But the see. biggest
1: thing when you're looking yeah. at at Baker there, right, is where I 100% agree with you. Um, with the underdog factor there is, he's looking to get that bounce back dub. Yes. Baker doesn't like losing. Um, not he's healthy. He looks like he's healthy and not the bad teams. Um, but when it came he, he came out and he had that rust and he doesn't lose to bad teams. And the Giants are a bad football team. Now, yeah. they tried to change the culture, which Dable, great call on him to go for, two because you have nothing to lose week one against the Tennessee Titans there. You know, the Titans, You you go for it, you lose whatever. It's a loss. You weren't expecting to win that game anyway against the Titans, who were the first seed in the AFC last season. Now you go out, you go, you get it. Your team is juiced. You got the biggest balls ever. They're ready to rock and roll for you for the rest of the season. And that's where they're at now. Now, when it comes through it, that's a big high to come down from. And going into that can be a huge letdown. And that's where I 100% think that the New York football giants are looking at. Saquon had a very good week one. They're feeding the ball left and right. I'm trying to get him in every fantasy league. I don't know if that's too much overhype of week one. But I think Saquon's kind of back. He's playing for a contract. I don't think the Giants are going to give it to him. I think he might come to. They the They can't.
0: They can't. I will. know. he's no, going to no. come back to PA. They will. PA. They yeah. will give it to him. They're idiots. If he has a, if he has a decent enough season, man, they will give him the contract. Yeah, I guess. And then he'll I think get he hurt come, come back year. to
1: PA. I think Sanders will walk. The Eagles will give Saquon the deal, and we'll be rock and roll
0: next year. That's why you going. would love that. You'd buy that jersey in a heartbeat.
1: No, no, no. I've I've come to the real realization that a big guy should have offensive linemen or defensive line. I got the whole Eagles offensive line. I got a Cox jersey. I'm going to get a Jordan Davis jersey, a BG jersey. <laughs> like I as a big guy, I can't be wearing a number 11. You know, no, uh, you got to not... have
0: 64 out of or 92. Yeah.
1: I can't yeah. be wearing an A.J. Brown. I can't be no. wearing a number two. I got to be wearing 69. I got to be wearing, you know, a 68, you Jordan Milata, 94, 91.
0: You yeah. Know. If I saw you in a Hertz jersey, I'd walk up to you with tomato sauce and I'd dump it on it. Well, I, see, be-
1: I love Carson Wentz, so I had the 11 for Wentz. You did so have it. the
0: 11. Yeah.
1: But that was when a skinnier me. Now we've beefed up a little bit extra. But we're down 20 pounds in a couple of weeks here. I'm proud of hey, myself. God bless. Hey, it's Let's the way we we've fix. been eating. If you want tips, feel free to reach out to EM. I don't know what I'm doing, so.
0: Put the tips in the comments. (laughs) Subscribe. We'll answer back. You give us money. We'll sponsor.
1: Yeah. We're always looking to help people, helping people, you know? So
0: it is what it is.
1: All right. You got anything else on that game?
0: No, no. I want to hear your picks now.
1: Yep. All right. Let's get into it here. Um, My favorite underdog here. uh, I'm looking at huge spreads, right? Huge. I don't Um, think the Bears – I think the Bears are going to get absolutely washed by the Packers on Sunday night. We were kind of talking about Tennessee versus Buffalo, where they're kind of – they're daring you to bet Buffalo there at at nine and a half. I'd bet Buffalo still. After that, my underdog that I'm looking at, I like the Steelers
0: against the Patriots.
1: Good pick. I like the Steelers over the Patriots. Good pick. It's in Pittsburgh.
0: Yep. The Terrible Towels will be going crazy against Billy Bell.
1: They're coming off a huge win over yep. the AFC champions and the be Bengals. Hot, They're going to be ready. Uh, that defense is missing their leader and uh TJ Watt. That hurts a name. lot. But, but Mike the, Tomlin yeah. knows how to rally the troops. He knows how to rally the troops. They're going to go. It? We don't have TJ. Somebody else prove that you're TJ. That's what he's going to say. There's no. And they're going to no go out and do it. Mika Fitzpatrick's going to go and make some plays for you. Um, against Mac Jones, who's kind of looked hopeless week one against a, a, a pretty good defensive team in the in the Miami Dolphins. Another away game, back-to-back away game for the Pats. It's a little rough for a young QB. But I like that Steelers team to come out mad, at home, ready to rock and roll, and take it to The
0: Patriots and Bill Belichick.
1: Bill Belichick 0-2. That's the only thing that kind of makes me a little
0: wary about it. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you, man, and what I was trying to say before when I was stuttering stuttering, I'm doing it right now on my words. Maybe these are these are we sure that these are not alcohol? Um 0-0. Get, get, get the names, get the names right of, of the players. You're you're confusing the, the Watt brothers. But dude, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I mean something. Something's not right about about Belichick right now, not having his main offensive coordinator with him going over to the Raiders. Something's yeah. not good.
1: You um, don't know. Is it Joe Judge? Is it Patricia? Who's calling the plays? Is it Belichick? You know?
0: Matt, Patricia! <laughs> Matt, Patricia! I love him, dude. When I see him like this, Pen is almost in the eye, practically coming out of the eye through the hat. I mean,
1: you think he goes from the forehead in one game this year?
0: I think, can I get this thing? I mean, this is what I would be doing. If I yeah. was Matt Patricia's commit, uh, you know, if I was, let's say his handler, the guy who gets him cigarettes, I would make sure. Do you think he's a sick guy or a dip guy? Oh, he is a hundred percent Marlboro light, Marlboro gold. Marlboro really?
1: Yeah. You don't think he's transitioned to the Zen in
0: meetings, in team yeah. meetings? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. In yeah, yeah. Meetings.
1: throws him in real quick. Let's think. does he swallow it or what? Or he's you he gotta de- No, he would
0: definitely hack, he would yeah. hack, if he yeah. Did that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But
0: dude,
1: Joe Judge would think he's on. like mocking like his play call, but he's like, oh, I just got
0: stuck. Sorry, back, back to the topic at hand. Dude, I love this pick. I think that the Steelers, man, they're listen. I think that they could get hot early and then crash and burn. Um, and this is a game to get them hot early. You just beat the team in your division who was just at the Super Bowl. You got after it, won an OT. Now you could be at home and beat the arguably the best coach of all time. Go on a two and O. Go on a two and O streak. Two games up without TJ Watt and without Najee the week before, dude. This is, this is a time when I think the Steelers are going to capitalize. I, I think that that so. could be a great parlay, man. I mean, yeah. dude, you throw together what if what if we did what if we did Falcons for the points, Steelers for the points, Carolina for the points, three thousand three hundred and thirty-three down. I got that on I'm my, in my mind. Asking the viewers season. to contribute. The Subscribers, the nine that we have, we might
1: have to open an OnlyFans for that kind of money, you know? right? <laughs> All right, let's right, take it, let's hit a quick break, and then we'll hit, we'll wrap it up with our favorites and our uh, our favorites and our unders. I gotta take a quick piss. We'll be right back on the BSP podcast. All right, we're back, we're refreshed, we're refueled, we opened another one
0: up, we're ready to rock and roll. I let's hit Blackjack on the first hand, Blackjack on the first hand. Hold on, six. Oh my gosh, we got 15 right here. Moment of truth
1: 20. I
0: win. Yes,
1: and you never know. The, the dealer might get 21 and you're screwed. That's the way it works. They
0: hit after 17, they don't hit.
1: So, yeah, he might he might hit blackjack. Well, you never know, but whatever. All right, we're back here. You're listening to Cold One Conversations. Harry Heaps. I'm Brendan Petrelli, having a lot of fun with it here. We hit our favorite um our favorite overs our favorite underdogs now let's get into our favorite unders and our favorite favorites and our we're working on the title for our immortal locks because we don't want to totally rip off Barcelona. we we love you guys a lot we're we're trying to be creative what that that could be litigation they could sue i know or we're thinking of different things to call it i'm we're thinking like cold picks but that gives a bad connotation to it but it's also a part of the joke too We'll yeah. figure it out. You let us know in the comments. There's a lot of stuff to comment, so make sure you click on that subscribe button. Hit the bell. Let us know down below what you think. Comment.
0: Comment, baby. Tell us, yeah. what, tell us what you're thinking.
1: Yes, we're all about the people, and let's rock and roll here. We're trying to give you guys winners. We want you to give us winners. It's a big family here. It's a big community. That's about what we want money. here at Cold One Conversations. Now, Harry, let's get into it. Our favorite unders. We're going to be quick and to the point here. We talked about last episode. We wanted to keep these episodes within 45 to an hour. We've gone over it. You know we're never going to be able to do that. We hammered the
0: over. We hammered Yeah, the over.
1: Always <laughs> bet the over with us.
0: Always bet the That is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> In Poland's conversations, we always bet the over.
1: And that's what we do here. And I hate betting unders. But it's probably well, the smart thing to do, the bet the unders here. Yep. And Harry is a way more smart. Man, that's not the way to say it, but anyway.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get on with this, dude. Okay, Trilly, who is your favorite under? What are you doing? What are you throwing in a parlay? What are you seeing that the line is saying to you, hey, this is the under to take. These teams aren't ready to play. These these offenses are going to shit the bed. These defenses are tuned up. Who do you like?
1: See, like when I'm looking at college games, right, if I see something in the fifties or sixties, I'm betting that over because I know those teams are going to score points. Really? But in the in the NFL, if I see fifty, fifty two, fifty three,
0: I'm going for the under, for the
1: under. For the under every time. And yeah. that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. Right? There's not a lot of games that are sitting in the fifties. No. I mean, there's one. There's two. There's only two games. Yeah. That. <laughs> that what did that, I tell you,
0: dude? What did I tell you last offseason? I go, dude, watch. These lines are going to be crazy this year. Yeah. 50 lines all, all the time.
1: Yeah. So when, when, if I'm going off of that logic, it's not helping me a lot. But when it comes down to it here, I'm going to stick with my gut. And that's going to be two bad football teams, one that's underperformed, honestly, and one that I thought was going to overperform, and the Indianapolis Colts and the Jacksonville Jaguars Ooh. at 44 and a half. Now that is an
0: ice cold pick.
1: I think I think that under is a lock. Honestly, I don't think Trevor Lawrence has got it. I think he's continued to underperform in the at the NFL level. You had the last year with the coaches up in the air. Dougie P's back. He's going to need some time to fully develop. Trevor from going from Clemson to Urban to Doug. Yeah. It's going to take some time. I don't think they got it. I don't think they have the weapons. I mean, I like um, I like Etn. I like Robinson, but the receivers are meh. Um, the Colts, you got Taylor. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. That's not going to lead to a lot of points. The way you score points is throwing the football like Patty Mahomes and the Chargers, um, where you can score in one throw, uh, 80 yards on one throw. Neither of these teams can do that. I love the under in this game. What do you think?
0: You know, man, listen, I'm going to follow in your footsteps with my pick, but we'll talk about this one for a second. I mean – no, Evan, yeah, go to yours. Think, That's all we uh, need to say. Yeah, I, I I, think that it's sound logic, and I'm kind of going with the same thing here, man, uh, alongside pretty much every point that you made, same sort of point total, Um, and I'm trying to pull it up right now, and here it is. I'm taking the under for the Washington Commanders and the Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah,
0: the high. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. I think that both of those, I think that that would be a great parlay. Right now, the, you know, under 45 and a half, dude, I see this being a 13-17 game. I got 48, 48 that. for that game. You got 48. Oh, 48 on oh. You're right. You're right. I was looking at the wrong one. 48, but still, it's I stand like by, it's by it's what up. I said. I see this to be a 17-13 game, man. Yeah. I don't see this being a, a a more than two touchdown game from either team. Um if I were to give any the nod, it would be the Lions, but I don't see it, man. I think that this defense uh, in the commander is going to be pretty incredible. That's going to go against Detroit. Uh, I think that they're going to crumble under it. And at the same time, I don't think that Wentz is going to be able to pull anything together. See, um,
1: My biggest thing is last week, Carson went off with what? Four touchdown passes. He also threw two picks back to back plays. And so that's again, the roller coaster ride that Carson Wentz will take you on. Yes. I loved it.
0: I lived it. You want but to I chip also like it? that under 48 points is it? a lot. It is. And like, and like the Giants, He can't repeat. He's not going to have a good game, man.
1: And I think with the Lions' point of view there, too, I don't think they're putting up those same numbers where this game isn't going to be such a far margin where a team's going to be willing to take their foot off the gas to let a team score extra points, like what happened week one. So I like this game close. I like it within, you know, 21-17 margin. Maybe Carson makes a big throw to Jahan Dotson, a lot of people's favorite in fantasy football picked up this week. So we'll see where it goes from there. I'm
0: going 17, 14, Commanders for the win. Right. Take the under.
1: All right. Now for the last one before we hit our locks of the week, Harold. Um, let's get into it here. Our favorite favorites. Who has got that? Who's getting points? There's a lot of teams catching a lot of points this week, like
0: big spreads. Yeah. Big spreads. What are you feeling? I don't even. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to tell you the team that I would never. I'm just going to tell you quickly the, the game that I wouldn't even touch. I wouldn't even look at it. And that's Cincinnati on the road at Dallas. I don't know enough about what's going into either of them. Dallas loses their quarterback. Cincinnati, horrible loss at home. The line is at seven and a half. I don't even want to touch it. I don't even want to touch it. So we're not even going to discuss that. But the team that I am very interested in and the game that I'm very interested in. Is I think that there's something going on with this Texans on the road game to Denver. Um, number one, I think that Russ is gonna be hungry. I think that he hates the game, you know, week opening after he decides to move. Not only not? he got booed on the road, he got but he's booed. on the road back to Seattle and loses by one point. His team got out coached, um, but Listen, he couldn't get it done. He's supposed. They to weren't able to throw the ball. The they way weren't that. able to throw the ball. That's well, right. Well, he threw for three hundred yards, but no touchdowns. You know, no like, tugs. Exactly. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what I like here, but there's something about it that I do like. Um, I'm going to be very honest with you, man. Somehow, some way, I think I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think that I think you take the over in this game. The over right now – or, sorry, not the over, the, to- uh, the 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 total. What am I saying? Yeah, the yeah. over. What am I saying? 45. Um, it's yeah. at 45 right now, 45 and a half.
1: Do you Dude, like Denver I, at 10, though?
0: Nine no. Nine of- um. Yes, I do, because I think that Russ is going to be hungry, and I think that this is a worse enough team. I think so, too. That he could cook with his arm with one hand tied behind his back.
1: Texans came uh, out hot to start the year they were one of those uh underdogs at home week one came out and they got a tie I mean Mills Mafia love them you have no idea who the guy is yeah. um other than that you got Brandon Cooks on that team
0: so I'm gonna uh, switch it I'm gonna go. con- yeah Broncos minus nine and a half yeah
1: no 100 percent. I like that for sure yeah um yeah, he's uh, – Russ is willing to go out there and sling the ball. Courtland Sutton didn't really get too involved last week. Jerry Judy had that one big 70-yard touchdown catch. They it. they turned the ball over within the five-yard line. Russ had PTSD from the Super Bowl. He was still do- out there doing mental reps after the game. You know who he was. He was, like, like freaking out.
0: People were making fun of him, man, when he was uh... – in the pregame, did you see him? He was like – he had his headphones on. And he yeah. was like in the middle of the field. He's doing mental reps. Dude. Yeah, we were going after him. I'm like, dude, let the guy do his thing. He just got traded. He's going against a team that he played for for years, won a chip, and got to another Super Bowl. Leave him alone.
1: He did it in Seattle too, and people made fun of him there. I know.
0: Be. I love oh. the dude. I'll be honest. I think he's a phenomenal athlete. and incredible I think he's corny. His personality is corny. Yeah.
1: All right. So, Houston, nine and a half there for you. My favorite favorite of the week. I got to do it. I got to do it. Eagles one and a half. There
0: it is. There it is. I was waiting. At home.
1: The last time we played Minnesota. Oh, let Let me go one step further. The last time we played in the state of Minnesota, let alone when they came to us, was Super Bowl 52, motherfuckers. And you know what happened there? We came and we kicked your ass. We beat you down. Nick Foles came in. Flea Flicker. Get in touch, Tory Smith. Shout out the pride of both parts. Tory Smith. Pick six, Case Keenum. Oh my god. The defensive line all over you.
0: It's like you're melting We're gonna come out Monday night
1: and we're gonna
0: hurts. Hurts. all over you for all over you
1: it hurts so good
0: that's what it's it's gonna be
1: i will take 10 points i will take 17 points over the minnesota vikings you have to they are a sad franchise they always have been the whole state of minnesota is sad they can't win anything name a sport that they've won you can't they bitch just not as much Randy as Philadelphia. Does. They're just that, as bad as Philadelphia. I am
0: Randy. Yeah,
1: I love you, Randy. But this is coming right for you.
0: Yeah.
1: Birds, <laughs> one and a half. Take it. It's a not a lock. We'll get to the lock
0: in a second. Well, my favorite favorite, and I can't believe I'm going with an under for a favorite favorite.
1: You're not going to respond to that? No.
0: No, because you you put a you put such a good bow on it. I, I don't want to take away from it. Uh-huh. You served that cake table side you did triple triple layer chocolate cake, and you came tableside. And you go, "May I assist?" And you just—I mean, we can't even get into it. You
1: just got to pass on sometimes. Exactly.
0: My favorite, favorite. I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's a team that's going to get out—that's going to outcoach the other. It's a quarterback that's going to outplay the whole other team. It's not going to score that much, but damn well sure, he owns them. Take the under, Green Bay Packers, right now. And I throw a little bit of a money line on it as well. Right now they're at under 41 and a half. I don't see at on the road, the Bears scoring more than 10 to 13 points, but I can see definitely the Packers scoring at least 20 points here. I take the under. Um, Well, you like them, you like them covering that 10. No, 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 but I do like the under. I think that they keep it close. I think that the that the uh, the case of the drops, or as Aaron calls it, the case of having the worst team in the world around him, um, I don't think that they're going to be able to separate that much. But I do think that neither team really scores, and I think that Aaron uses the clock to his advantage the entire time.
1: Huh? Huh? No, I, I mean, I, I like that. I think, Like I said earlier, I think Aaron Rodgers is coming out pissed off. Yeah. He loves playing against the Bears. He loves shoving it in their face, especially after a week one loss. He's ready to shut everybody up. Yep. This Bears team's not that good. Uh, I mean, I we didn't even really talk about that San Francisco or Seattle, really, even because both those teams are kind of meh. Maybe we don't need Zion on because who knows what's up with Trey Lance. But that might be a discussion for further down the season. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I like the Packers to cover that 10 easy. Um, oh, easy. Yeah. And easy. so we'll 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 move, we'll move throughout that. And that, that's going to be a big one sun, uh, Sunday night, along yeah. with the birds. But let's wrap this up here, Harry. What's our lock? What's our guarantee moving in to this week of NFL, well, the second week of the yeah. season? You want me to go first or do you want to
0: go first? I want you to go first because I think I got to tell you, I think I'm going to bring us to the promised land. So I'm going to let you go first. Right.
1: Well, you were kind of talking about when you were looking at your your unders and your, over, uh, your favorites, you're like, oh, I right. don't want to touch this game. I don't know what's going on. Okay. I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals, seven and a (laughs) half. Okay. I'm taking it. All right. I'm taking a pissed off Joe Burrow against a terrible Dallas Cowgirl team with no Dak Prescott, a 30-year-old Zekiel Elliott, Cooper Rush at quarterback, nobody at wide receiver, a bunch of bums. And I'm taking Joe Burrow. I'll take the points. And they're going to absolutely go down to Dallas and light it up in Jerry world, right? I love Joe. I love that team. They embarrassed week one. They're ready to bounce back prime time, Jerry
0: world four o'clock hour. And they're going to take it to him. love it. Hate it at the same time. I love it. Cause you said it, but I hate the bet. And I can't believe I'm going to say this man, but I'm doing a double here. I'm doing the money line and I'm doing the under take the Seahawks all day long on the road. They're coming. They're going to San Fran. This is always a phenomenal game. Doesn't matter who's at the quarterback helm. These two teams. It's like when the Ravens play the Steelers, it's a completely different type of ball game. I think that Seattle's hot after beating Russ um, at home. I think that they're, I don't think the Trey Lance is ready. I think that both defenses will play well. Um, I see Seattle. I see the under hitting right now. What is it at? Uh, it's at forty-one and a half. I think that's a great number. I would definitely take that under. And I see Seattle walking out with a three-point win, going up two, feeling hot hotter than heaven, and thinking that they're going to win the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we saw how much of a step they took back last week to a a much far inferior team to like the Bears. Yep. Bad weather. No George Kittle, those are big things that hurt with a young quarterback. I just don't see it with that team. Not defense right now. Is, The defense isn't the same. Uh, they're not. They're not that polarizing. They're not getting after you. They don't. They don't have a player that scares me there. As a whole, they're a good team uh, defense, but they don't have that. Those Patrick Willis's, those wow. Navarro Bowman's linebackers flying around anymore. Trey Lance is yet to be proven, so you can't bet against you can't bet on him until you see it. Nope. Gino Smith is a cover god, nine and O oh in his last nine starts, so you can't go against Gino. Gets another win last night. That's my only kind of retraction of it is kind of that he's too hot, that he's got to lose. Ooh,
0: okay, all right. So you're throwing some cold ones on that burning fire. I see what you're doing. But I got to
1: play devil's advocate a little bit there. But, oh, yeah. no, I like it a lot. I think the Seahawks can go in there and beat Me them too. 100%. I don't think the 49ers are as good as a team as they a lot of people thought they were going to be coming into this season.
0: 100% agreed. Take our bets. Win some money. You've been listening to Cold One's Conversations. I'm Harry Heaps. I'm with Brennan Petrilli. Go subscribe to the podcast. Go view it, like it, share it. Show your mother, show your dad, show your family.
1: Right there, press it. Press it.
0: We love you. We're going to be back next week. We'll have clips coming out. And listen, guys, we're getting this thing started from the ground up. We got more show ideas coming, three big show segments that are coming. Um, But again, we're going to be recording every week, every Thursday to Friday. This guy's coming out. Before you get that digest of that Sunday football, make sure you listen to us before you put those bets in.
1: Yep. 100% 100% click those buttons right here, right there, everywhere. They're all over the screen. Click it. Takes one second. Means the world to us. Means a lot for you. Because yep. we're coming in here with the hot takes. With the educated takes. The educated takes that don't fact check. Yeah. We're having fun with it. I hope you guys had fun with it too. Listen to the Cold One Conversations. Shout out to 215. Go Birds. Hey, let's have some fun. NFL's back, baby. Football's back.